Well, hi there, Terry Bennett here, sideline to sideline. Now, seriously, uh, if you're looking for the video of sideline to sideline this week, it's audio only. Uh, we had some technical issues. Our streamer froze. And when it's time sensitive like it is in season, we don't have time to go back and re-record 30, 40 minutes of a show. Um you know, we've talked about this before. I do this full-time. Grant doesn't. He comes in on his time. He works a full-time job, has to get up uber early. And so I always try to get him out the door as early as I can on Tuesday nights. And so we had a streaming issue. It froze right halfway through the show, and we just had to keep going. And then on top of that, part of this segment got accidentally left out because of that i was so worried about the streaming side that i forgot to hit uh re uh, record back on the audio side i record audio and video separately at the same time that way i can just kick the audio up as soon as we get done well nights like this it actually saved us because we were able to keep doing the 3a show audio only but one of the segments it's going to come in it's going to sound like we just jumped right into the conversation that's why my apologies we're going to work each week, though, to make it better. We're going to work the kinks out, and we're having a lot of fun doing this video stuff, but it's going to take some time. But thank you for being patient, and thank you for listening to Sideline to Sideline. Here is our 3A show presented by SI Design and Printing on L4 Media. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent Week one is in the books, and we're here to talk about it. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here, sideline to sideline, the 3A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing right here on L4 Media. And we got to see a little 3A football. We actually had it perfect that first week, Grant. By the way, that's Grant Goodwin if you're looking on YouTube. And welcome to our first in-season video. The 2A show was a cluster, but that'll happen every once in a while. Hopefully we get it going the rest of the way. But, you know, we couldn't have asked for a better start to what we do in 2A, 3A, and 4A because Thursday night we see two 2A teams play, one of them being a top three team, another one being a top ten team, at least in the rankings. And then Friday night, 
I mean, I know it was a 3A versus a 4A, and I know the game got out of hand late, but for one half, that felt like a playoff game, and the hitting was hard and just absolutely wild. China Spring and Lorena, of course. Yeah, both student sections. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it, it's, Dude, it, it's, that it's was not great. so awesome. It, it's Before so great. kickoff, uh, Lorena had their band in the, uh, uh, in the end zone, and we were walking under the goalpost to get back to the uh, Lorena side of the field on the sideline, and they're playing the eyes of Texas. Yes, both student sections were going nuts, and I was like, "Man, am I in DKR?" Because that felt like a playoff game. Yep, one hundred percent. And by the way, before we get going, we want to thank Lindy Wood for the food. Yeah, really and also. Good food. If you look over on his arm, the We Are One Lorena, we also have a couple of new swag on the table, the new Lorena hat, the Timpson football. And that brings me up to, and I forgot to say this on the 2A show, but we will. Um, we want to make this table to where every show we could just switch out what we have and put it. Right now we have both 3A, 4A, and now 2A. And a rules book. And a rules book. That way so I can have, call you out on your BS. I, I thought we could throw a flag on Coach X at any time. We could. Yeah. We could. Um, I mean, he's a coach. He knows, he should know the rules. I mean, I'm just going to fact check him every time. I just want to say if you want to know how, what type of person Grant is, he's the one that put the rules and in I'm front a of the Alamo. official from years ago. Yeah. So they asked to you to navigate. legally stop saying that. I can that. navigate this. Yeah, they did. Actually, I, yeah. I've tried to navigate. That can be hard when you start doing the, the, the it's it's not the rules themselves. It's, it's all this in there. Yeah. Well, and you got to know where to go. Where to go scenario. in the book. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, on the table, we want to be able to add more, so much that we can have a 4A table, a 3A table, and a 2A table. So if I'm you not want, moving those tables every I'll, time. I'm it's sorry. Not the whole, I do everything else. It's not I'm the not whole table, that. Grant. I just picked the stuff you just up. Said, we're going to have a 4A table, 3A well, that's, table, 2A table. I don't. So this is what, what I've been dealing with for 17 years. Anyway, so if you'd like to send us something, if we're coming out to you, hey, we'd love a hat, a towel, a mini helmet, a football. Uh, if you'd just like to send us something, just email us, Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com. We like food. I, yeah, Mellis food. Mellis hot dogs. No, not Mellis. I can't we'll put just... food on the table. <laughs> it's proverbial. <laughs> yeah. I can now at this website. Just saying. Uh, but, yeah, so we would love to be able to do that, so we'd love for you all to make it happen. And we do appreciate Lindy, not only the, the hat, and the, the but the food. Man, his I mean, he just threw together some marinated skirt steak, whopped it on some H-E-B uh, tortillas with some H-E-B. Wait, he H-E-B did all the work. I just realized that. And his little uh, tailgate grill, though, with some a charcoal grill on his tailgate. And we saw awesome. we saw something I've never seen before. We saw a Dr. Pepper can explode. literally explode because of the heat. Yeah, that That's how hot it was. And, of course, we'll be talking about that on the hey, show. Hey, wasn't it 157 degrees on the field uh, at thought, Lorena when we walked up, right? All jokes aside, I think he said it was 170. I 170. Thought, yeah, it was 170. Now, you and I were talking and about we this. we toughed it out the whole time. I mean, we were crying the whole time. You and were. I, I was, wasn't. I was like, Because well, you passed out. Baby. You, you can't cry when you pass it's out. very hot. Yeah. The, you better get used to it where you're going. I will say, <laughs> wow. No, I meant Shots to Canadian fired. next week. It's yeah, going to be hot. Be hot but you know the great thing about Not hell. But you know the great thing is it's only supposed to be like uh, 68 at night. Mm. So hopefully we might show up at the third quarter of that game. <laughs> you know, all things aside, I mean, yeah, it was hot, but I, I'm like you. It, it got miserable by about third quarter of that second game. But I think a lot of that's because we were in it Thursday as well. But honestly, it wasn't as hot. And I didn't see the players struggle 
as much as I thought we might see. We saw two cramps all weekend, Thursday and Friday. That's right, That's one it. per team or That's one it. per game. That's a great point. And, and every yeah. coach that I've talked to so far in our coaches' shows, every all of them have said that cramps wasn't a big issue. Now, I do think, though, uh, I was saying this in the 2A show, I read where the, the, the higher class beat the lower class this week. It was the highest winning percentage in like 20 years. I do think a lot of that is to do with the heat. Yeah. I, I think just being able to – Throw in different guys in rotations when you're a four A Division one and you're playing or four A Division two and you're playing a three A Division one. You might have one or two more rotations, and that matters when it comes to that. So yep. if you've never listened to us or, or anything like that, or now watched us as we're on YouTube at L Four Media Company, uh, we talk three A in this show each and every week. We have a two A, a three A, and a four A. We do a review where we talk about last week's games and a preview where we talk about this week's game. So we're going to take a break here on the three A show, and when we come back, we're going to talk three A week. One right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 3A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing on L4 Media. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that check them out online sidesign.net and hey if you're a parent or a grandparent they've got something for you as well as si design is the leading provider of custom sports prints they offer a variety of products including posters banners canvases and more all you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot and si design will create the memory for you for more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Again, Lorena in no way uh, – I don't lose any standing with them. First off, I don't either. Dude, they're so big. Like just yeah. seeing them being on the sideline with them and, and just seeing the pure size. They're not they're not three A big. They're four A big. Hell, they're almost small five A big. And when I mean big, I mean just the pure size of these guys. You know, we talked about Jaden Porter, he's six foot one. Yeah, Jackson General. And and a lot of people that that's what they they lean in on. And, and yeah, he he is he's a little bit littler. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I, I liked what they did with with not having him as the quarterback. I, I think, yeah, there's going to be some learning, uh, you know, learning b- uh, bumps and, and stuff and a learning curve. But I think for them to be better in the playoffs, Jackson General all over the field makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah, that guy's a go daddy. I mean, they've got a lot of go daddies and they got a lot of size up front on both sides of the ball, like you said. So Lorena's going to be fine. This was a perfect game for Lorena to play. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. They go to zero and one, but they're not going anywhere. Of course, it's not any easier this week as they're going to take on West. Uh, West, that's you know, West got a good win, seventeen uh, seven. West throwing the ball, that's just kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be talking about West here in a little bit. But uh, let's go ahead and move down to uh, Holiday eighteen, Iowa Park seven. Coach Kyle Atwood's first game as the Holiday Eagle football coach and. For all the talk about the offense, uh, you know, and he's changing things up, and they're going to throw the ball more. Uh, the quarterback, Grant Cox, his first or 
second play of the game. He he rolls out, doesn't like what he sees, and he just goes 83 yards for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, it was the defense. The offense actually struggled. Of course, Iowa Park, I think finally Iowa Park might be better than what we think this year after seeming like they've kind of – fell short the last few years. I, th- I think Coach Sorensen has them uh, at least defensively going really good. And they gave- and you want to talk about depth. Iowa mm-hmm. Park had more depth yeah, than I think Holiday. So. Oh, yeah, uh, m- very much so. Even though Holiday, for their size, does have a lot of football players. Uh, but, you know, Polite didn't play. Casey uh, Yo, he had a big touchdown. And of the four, of the 18 points, 14 of them were on an 83-yard play and a 73-yard play. Yao didn't play? No, no po- uh, Polite didn't play. Yao oh, okay. did play. Yao oh, had a 73-yard okay. touchdown. Okay. Yeah, Polite was a little banged up, so they held him out. Okay. Um, but, you know – I do think that that's one difference. And not that Holiday of before didn't want to have big plays, but when you thought of Holiday, you thought five backs, three yards at a time. Mm-hmm. I, I think just spreading them out allows Casino and Polite and Grant Cox at quarterback to be able to to, to find those gaps and it's one on one or and he's gone. And I think Holiday's going to win a lot of those. Uh, defensively, they got four turnovers or four interceptions. Uh, it was an ugly game. It's exactly what you think a first game is. And, and you and I were actually talking about this uh, on the sideline Thursday. I really wish these rivalry games, I like them early, but move them to week two. Give us a week one to get everybody ready and then hit your rivalry game. And, and this is a huge rivalry. It's the Battle of the Birds, and it's one of the friendliest rivalries you'll ever see. Uh, these two towns, they know each other and all that. But, yeah, great win. Great win for a holiday and, and, honestly, a great loss for Iowa Park, in my opinion. Yep. All right, let's go down Jim Ned, 34. Try to tell Holly people. 12, man. Jim Ned's running back, Braden Shipment, ran for 169 yards. Gray Beasley, the quarterback, had a combined 216 uh, yards of rushing and passing. That defense for uh, Jim Ned showed up. Yeah, we, we, we've been telling people over and over, not only on our show, our Dark Horse show, our favorite region show, every show we've worked in Jim Ned, and it's because I, we both really believe as long as they stay healthy, I think this is we're closer to the Jim Ned of 2020 than we so are. Physical. Of, so physical, sometimes you hurt yourself. Uh, but they got a lot of depth this year, and, and especially when you look at that offensive line. And, and I, I'm really impressed. And, yes, I know part of it might be that they leaned on Holly as well because, again, hot depth. Uh, but we'll find out this week because they're going to take on a, a, another tough one in Holiday. Right, and, and Jim Ned right. is definitely the underdog going. And that's Holiday's first home game, uh, and it's the first game on the field with the brand-new turf. So we'll see how that game goes. You would on. think that uh, Jim Ned would be the underdog in that one. Oh yeah, I think I think in fact, looking right now, uh, they're basically a, a, a three touchdown underdog. I don't think they're that big of an underdog. I, I think it's a pick 'em game. Man, I'm telling some, you, people are sleeping on Jim Ned this yeah, year. Yeah, man, I got some opinions on that one, but we're going to do that one in the uh, preview portion in the next segment. All yes, right. sir. How about Pleasant Grove ten, Brock seven? Wow. What a game that was. Brock had the lead, right? Yep. Seven to three for a lot of, of going into the fourth quarter. Yep. You know, I, I was impressed last year when Brock lost to Pleasant Grove 28 to seven for them to lose 10 to seven. And I know Pleasant Grove is trying to do some things differently offensively and and, and all that. But and do we know that if Bordley was playing? Oh, I, I, I hadn't been able to figure that out. Yeah, I, I don't know that Bordley played for Pleasant Grove, but it doesn't matter. No, I, it's Brock well, going and I was, up against 
Pleasant Grove. And I was watching the the highlights, and I, I don't really matter. Doesn't matter who was back there. That defensive line for Brock. Yeah, was making work for all the talk about oh well Pleasant Grove's in a new offense they're going to struggle. Hey, those were basic blocking assignments, and it wasn't that Pleasant Grove was struggling. Brock was just winning at the point of attack. Now flip it aside and Pleasant. But we Grove, knew that Brock defense was going to yes. be this good. Yeah, their right? issue. Yeah, their issue. We we think, and it's not really an issue. But if you're going to pick which side's stronger going in, it's defense. And you didn't get a real good. Uh, telling of what Brock can do offensively because Pleasant Grove is just as good at the oh, 4A yeah. defense as Brock as the 3. This is a game, and, and, and I, this is a series I hope they continue because it's got a nice little respectful rivalry about it. And both teams get one hell of a workout. You get one hell of a workout. It's a great way to start the season. As Coach Mathis said, you, you get all your bumps and bruises out of the way that first week, and after that you're used to it. Um, I'm very, I, I Like I said, I am more impressed with Brock this year in this game than I was last year. And I was very impressed last year. I, I think, you know, last year they lost to Hershey uh, in overtime. I don't think that happens. I think Brock will win this game, uh, the next game, going not going away, but comfortable. Yeah, I think we have that on the uh, preview. No, we don't, actually. But I think Brock does beat Hershey this year. Yeah. We don't have that on the preview, but it's because there's a lot of other good games. I don't even – I think Brock will dispose of Hershey – uh, starting into the fourth quarter and, and, and pulls this one out by a couple of touchdowns. All right, real quick, uh, we had to take a break. Our video is freezing on this, and it's late in the night, and so our choices are to start back over or just continue with the audio. Uh, so we're going to do that. So the audio only is all, all we're going to have on 3A this week. But anyway, let's get back to where we were. Um, let's go out to East Texas, Atlanta. Look, I knew Atlanta was going to be the Legion Fields. The Legion Fields is really down this year. Um, somebody said there was a good comparison of Atlanta, uh, the Legion Fields and Pilot Point. And I think there's some truth to that. Both programs have been really hot lately. All of a sudden, just kind of, kind of cratered. But I wasn't expecting 51 to six. We, we've said Atlanta's real, but man, that is a way to start. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think I think like you said, you know, the depth issue, right? Yeah. Earlier, um, the last few years, last fifteen years, is what has kind of held Atlanta back. You know, sends their uh, state championship uh, teams with that defense, but really kind of thought the Atlanta uh, depth might be an issue. But right now, man, and I know, like you said, Allegiant Fields is down, but. What a way to start the year for Atlanta. Yeah, no, I mean, you look at what they have, and not only do they have depth, but one thing they have is size. I mean, you look at their quarterback, Peyton Harrison, he's six foot two. Uh, they've got legitimately big boys. I mean, Atlanta's always hit hard, and they were always used speed and athleticism. But sometimes, even in their great years, when they got up against teams that could lean on them, mm -hmm. that's where you'd see them struggling. I don't know if you can lean on Atlanta as much. Uh, either way, they go to 1-0, and and they should eat. I mean, really, they shouldn't be tested till Liberty Ilo, and Liberty Ilo got beat by Henderson. But, hey, Henderson's a 4-8 team that I think is going to bounce back. So, I mean, Redwater and New, Bo New Boston, if Atlanta's going to – be what we think they are. They should roll the next yeah, couple weeks. Win those two games easily, and then get to Ellie. Uh, right, Ellie. Yeah. You might be at a little bit of an underdog. Yeah, oh, maybe. Yeah. Right, I think so. But if you can pull that one out, heck, if you just play them close, I think you're there. All right. How about Grandview thirty-five, Glen Rose seven. I know Glen Rose is a little bit down, but uh, Grandview, man. 
Yeah, you're, you're right, though. I mean, Glen Rose is one of those teams that we always talk about. It's a four-year cycle, and then they'll kind of have a couple years where they kind of reload and everything, but they also rebuild. I, I think we're definitely in that now. And saying that outside of Godly, inside that district, they're going to still make the playoffs, and the way that region is, they're probably going to go a couple rounds. But I, I'm like you. I think this is more of a, a statement win for Grandview uh, in a rivalry game, and, you know, the Zebras, I, I, I'm very impressed. Again, not that they won, but how bad they won. Again, last year they lost 43-22. to 22. This year they hold Glen Rose to seven points. That's I, impressive. I, I kind of thought Grandview would be a Tier 1 team before we started the year, uh, the season, but I, I re- this solidifies it. I know Glen yeah. Rose, again, is not world beaters. But they're going to uh, still be a two-round 4A team oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. And so the, very impressive for the Zebras. All right, how about Winsboro, 59, Paul Pewitt, 6. Winsboro's quarterback, uh, Kyler fin- uh, Finney, threw, went 11-24 for 220 yards pass – or 222 yards passing – the running back, Tyson Johnson, 190 yards rushing on 14 carries. Yeah, you know, the, the thing for, you know, we were so hard on Winsboro for so long because they would be so up and down. And last year, they go 10-2 and two and they return so many of that. But what I like is the diversity of that offense, not relying too much on Finney, who last year had 3,400 yards and 40 touchdowns, 900 yards rushing. But at times it felt like he was trying to do too much. I, I think with how they're starting out running the ball this year, and you look at their schedule, they got Canton next week. But in two weeks, you know, this is the game we're probably going to be at as they're going to be taking on Hooks in two weeks. And, and with what Hooks did this week, I, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, that's in two weeks. Yeah, two not weeks. next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, next for some week reason is, I was thinking next week is Canton uh, versus. I mean, I'm sorry, it is ne- next week. Two weeks game wise. This week and next week. Sorry. Okay. So it's the yeah, week. It's the eighth. Week three. Yeah, week three. Thank okay. You. I, I, should we maybe think about going to that Winsboro oh, I, Hooks game? I mean, unless either one of them get upset, I don't see. Now, Canton can give Winsboro a little bit of trouble depth wise. Canton plays three A schools well. Yeah, but, but if Winsboro is the team I think they're going to be, they should be they beat game. Canton. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And, and, you know, Hooks has another tough one uh, this week. I can't remember who it is. Uh, Cooper. Uh, you know, we'll have to see. I, yeah. I, I definitely am very, very interested in that game uh, because I have a feeling no matter what happens this week with Hooks and Cooper, we're going to be seeing or talking about Winsboro and Hooks a bunch this year. All right. How about uh, West? 17, Godley, 7. West quarterback, I think you had said they were throwing it a lot, which is surprising for West. Well, their quarterback, Gus Crane, went 11 of 17 for 257 yards passing. Uh, Their receiver, uh, Patrick Yannick, had five catches for 94 yards. Uh, On defense, Zane Harper, 11 tackles, two of those for a loss. Yeah, and this isn't, you know, people go, oh, it's Godley. Well, let's remember, last year, Godley was 7-5 and in 4A Division II. Godley's a lot better this year than they were were last year, or supposed to be at least. Well, yeah, I mean, and they returned 13 starters, six of them on defense. I think you saw that last year. They gave up 42 points to the West. This year, it was a one-possession game for most of the game. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, where you want to go? Uh, how about Franklin and Woodville? Uh, Franklin, 36, Woodville, 33. What a game. I wish we could have seen this one, right? Woodville had two fumble recoveries for touchdowns. Uh, Franklin's Jaden Jackson had wow. 268 yards of rushing on 24 carries. 
Franklin had 524 yards of total offense, and Woodville had 308. Well, first off, uh, we now learn it's Tutabug Jackson's what we're going to call him. Uh, he I don't will think g- that's an authorized name we can use, right? Oh, no, that's his family tagging him with that. Literally tagging and saying, "Oh, okay." Because I had put on the the film, the video that we put up. I put the two sides of Jaden Jackson, the power and the speed, mm-hmm. and him throwing that Woodville player. I, I said this to you off the air earlier. I, I don't know. It's been a long time since we've seen a kid that runs this violent. I mean, he he. I joked. It's like it's like uh, when they see Waterboy running around tackling. He th- th- they make the joke about there's so much pain in his eyes. But that's the way Jackson runs. But his uh, grandmother said, "You mean the two so- sides of Tutabug?" So it's Tutabug <laughs> going on. Uh, but first off, they were down twenty-one-seven. Right. I mean, think about that. You know, you and I had just said earlier in, on the road. In their 33-game win streak, they haven't had a lot of weird, crazy endings, wins, and things like that. It's pretty much been they beat the team like you thought they were going to beat them. This was one of those games. They've had a couple in the playoffs last couple of years where they had to pull one out, but they have that. When you're that talented, you can pull that magic. Yeah, but even then, those weren't games where they were down two scores and the opponent had two fumble recoveries and and all that. Usually it's still – like in the Brock game, that was a back-and-forth game, but – Franklin, you know, but right, but Woodville. Right, right. And first off, Woodville's really, really good, folks. Um, oh yeah, Woodville. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to see a lot of teams do to Woodville what Franklin did. But to be down two scores with an offense that you know, again, don't throw. And by the way, they threw for over 100 yards. How about that for Franklin? Hmm. Something you think you'd never see. I, I think this was the great way to start the season for Franklin, a, a team that's you know trying to go back to back to back. Uh, they've won 33 in a row. You can get complacent. And as Coach Fannin said, we have a Franklin show. It's up now. As he said, this was the great way to kind of wake them up and say, for, especially for the new guys, hey, this is how it works. We're, we are everybody's biggest game this year. Yeah. And, and you're going to have to play last like Last year, it. too. And last year and the year before and, and yeah. three years. But especially now because everybody wants to knock be the one that knocks you off that winning streak. Uh, Which one it, of us is breathing into the mic? I think that's you. Because my windscreen won't work. Mm. You, I'm don't. sorry if you hear breathing. Oh, okay. it, it again, technical issues always happen a couple times a year, especially the week one. Especially now, we normally have video. We don't now because we had issues. We'll get it all worked out in year five or six of this. All right, how about Hooks 26, Harmony 22? Uh, Hooks Keyshawn Walls. Scored on a four-yard touchdown with a minute 10 left in the game to win it for Hooks. Yeah, you know, first off, this is just a good game. Yeah. Uh, but Saginaw, Hooks lost their quarterback at some point in the game. They didn't finish with their starter. That's huge. Because Harmony, yeah. we've talked about it. Now, I still I still think Harmony caught a little bit of magic last year, and this game doesn't change that. But I'm impressed that, that they were ahead of Hooks for most of the game. Uh, but very impressed for Hooks with them. Uh, coming back and, and getting the win, especially without their starter. Uh, we won't really know much about Harmony uh, this week because they're going to take on White Oak, and White Oak's really down. They're really having to rebuild. But Beckville in two weeks. We're going to learn a little bit more about Beckville in two weeks. So give Beckville credit. Timpson, Joaquin, and Harmony back-to-back-to-back to back to back games. That's pretty tough. Tough schedule right there. Um, but, yeah, again, we talked about Hooks. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about them, but – yeah, good good win for Hooks. Hey, what do you what did you think about what Dangerfield did to Gladewater, fifty three to thirty two? Man, Dangerfield racked up six hundred and eighteen yard of total offense in that game. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, a lot of Dan- Gladewater's points came a little late. 
So it wasn't – I don't think it was a shootout. If it was, let us know, Terry, or Grant and Terry at S2S Sport. Uh, but you and, and I – And Field in a couple of weeks yeah. has Timpson. And, and that's going to be an interesting game. Because, again, yeah. Jefferson and Dangerfield last year gave Timpson a lot until that Bussy in both games kind of took over in that fourth quarter. So we'll have to see what happens then. And, again, we'll have to see where the heat is as well. Whitney outlast Troy 28-21. to 21. Um, are you a little surprised by that score? I kind of thought, look, no, like, there's no shine off of Whitney. I think the Wildcats are going to be a really good football team this year. But I really kind of thought that they might roll in and uh, rack up a two-touchdown win, two- to three-touchdown win over Troy. Maybe Troy's a little bit better than I thought, though. Yeah, you know, Troy. But, um, I, I, I still have high hopes for Whitney this year. Now, let's remember this. Troy – Two and eight the last two years, but they do return 17 stars. And I know last year they kind of got hit with the injury bug, so maybe that was a lot of the two and eight. Uh, but, yeah, and, again, we say this every year, first week, you kind of have to take a lot of what you see with a grain of salt. Teams are working things out. Even great teams have new kids who've never seen the varsity field in live true action, and, and it's going to take a while. Uh, we'll learn a little bit more about Troy. They take on Lexington this week. I, I'm oh. curious to see what that what they do there. Uh, this is a game that I don't care if it's played in week one or week ten. I think you get the same results. Malakoff beating West Grusk 56 to 14. That's not a knock on West Grusk. I do think West Grusk is decidedly less than they were last year, but I also think Malakoff is decidedly better than they were last year, and they were a region champ. Yeah, Mike Jones, quarterback. Good dude right there. All right, how about Bushland, 47, Canyon West Plains, 41. Uh, pretty good win for uh, uh, Bushland. Yeah, you know, a lot of people will, will look at that game and they'll be like, well, West Plains, you know, they're, they're only a year two program. Uh, but last year in, in 4A, they went 7-5, and five and they returned 18 starters. Yeah. That, that's a team with Adam Cummings as the head coach that is very – very confident. And, and I had talked to him, by the way, we have a Canyon ISD show that you can hear brought to you by Nicole Thompson State Farm. And, and I was talking with him, and, and he felt like this Bushland game was kind of a, we're going to see where we were. Because last year, Bushland destroyed them 52-6. to six. Uh, And he felt like they would be able to show where they're at. And I think they showed pretty well for them. Uh, for Bushland, you know. Look, Bushland had a receiver in Tanner Adams that really stepped up in this game. Six catches for 136 yards, ran for 24 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, I, I, I think, you know, some of the skilled players that Bushland lost, Tanner Adams is a great supplement to uh, Dawson Jaco, the quarterback. Yeah, for me, it's going to be – I'm not worried about him and I'm not worried about the skill players. For me, it's going to be in the moments, can that defense come up with the big stops? That's going to be the key. We'll see. Going into – They'll have a test this week against Canadian at the game we'll be at. Yeah, we're so. going to be at that game, and I'm, I'm excited for that. For both. I, I want to see – because you and I are very, very high on both these teams and really, really high on Canadian. Uh, let's see. Wall, man. I, you know, I, I know Eastland was – one and nine last year, but everybody and I know they got a new coach, but everybody kept saying, "Hey, that was that's that's a really talented team. They're just really really young." Well, if that's true, then Wall is going to be really really good because they thump Eastland for the second year in a row, thirty five to ten. Hawks start the year off one and zero. Yeah, Wall definitely a tier one team, I think, right now. How about uh, Hitchcock forty three, Refurio thirty six. Refurio led this game thirty three to twenty one going into the fourth. Uh, and then Lloyd Jones, quarterback for Hitchcock, uh, had a huge game, 143 yards passing, 159 yards rushing. 
he kind of threw an inter or threw an intercept or intercept. I'm sorry, touchdown pass uh, going into the fourth quarter to get them to with what. 33 to 21 or something like or 28 something like that uh to get them back in the game but what a big game for lloyd jones 143 passing 159 rushing i mean is that not dual threat or what yeah i mean that's where hitchcock's gonna make their hay this year i i still am worried as high as they have a lot of dudes on the offensive side of the ball yeah what's the defense well and what's the offensive line gonna do that's really big yeah because that's where they struggled last year in in their losses but man what a way to start the year but when you get the ball out that quick a lot of dudes that can go yeah no you're 100 right and then uh childress beat abernathy 14 to 7 uh, both those teams are supposed to be really solid this year. I, again, I don't know if anybody in, in Canadians district is going to really test test them, but we'll have to see. Uh, but but I, I still thought a very good way to start the season for Childress. Yeah, and then the last one I have on the run sheet is Blanco 27, both 23. Yeah, this is a, a, team, a battle between two rivals last year. Uh, the Pirates won it uh, 21-14, I think, Poth did. Something like that. That's yeah, like, and so, I mean, I, I, I'm not really bothered by this with Poth right now. They're young. Coach Luna's got got some growing pains in the first part of the non-district, but something tells me that come district play in the playoffs, the Pirates are going to be there. Yeah, I, you know, they just had so much size, and they were kind of physical. Yep. Had some uh, speed on the edges last year. Do they still have that? I don't know. We didn't get to see this game in person or on film. Yeah. Couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, but I don't I don't think this takes a lot of shine up post. Oh me. no. I, I think Blank was a pretty good solid team this year. Oh, me too. All right. That is the review section of week two, or technically of week one while we're in week two. We're gonna preview week two when we come back right here on the SI Design and Print Sideline to Sideline Three Edition on L4 Media. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that's sideline to sideline. One thing, if it's a sideline-to-sideline show, that means Coach X is right around the corner. So here we go, the first Coach X of the year for the Class 3A show. Hey, Grant, where are we on those T-shirts that said you bite, you buy? They're in the mail, dude. 
Grant, you had one job, securing T-shirts. Then you went off on a tangent about prescription windshields or something like that. T-shirts are much easier than that. A coach on our staff that doesn't know that Coach X is me and I'm Coach X that he is speaking to. Hey, do you think that is how Batman or Superman feels when people talk to him about how awesome they are and have absolutely no idea that they're the person they're speaking to? I do. Can I change my name to Coach Superman? That would be cool. But I don't want to get off topic. The coach said, remember on that show starring Coach X? Okay, I don't believe any coach said, remember on that show starring <laughs> Coach X. Bullshit factors up here right now. And those two You're other... supposed to S word. Yeah, we can. And those two other guys that we're talking about... Taylor, me, cut that, please. We're audio only now. It's me, buddy. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Worse. No, you're making it worse. Shut up. And the two other guys that were talking about making shirts that said, you bite, you buy. Whatever happened to that? I was like, oh, there's a show like that. What's it called? I've never heard of this Coach X person that you speak of. Then I removed my glasses, jumped into a phone booth, flew off to write an email to Grant. So anyway, back to the Coach Super picks for the week. Good luck finding a phone booth these days, Superman. Oh, that's a good point. Thank you. Like, how does it? You're one good point. Boy, you shot the wide too early on that one, buddy. Did you not listen to the uh, review portion? Because I made a lot of good points. Let's there. just say there's going to be a lot of technical issues when you're talking, oddly <laughs> enough. Uh, but anyway, so as we get to the games that he picked, we'll read the rest of his, and we do welcome Coach X back into the regular season. What well, would Superman jump into now? A bus? No, not a bus. Bus. Well, I would say a closet, but in the political climate, one side would be all pissed oh, that Superman's no, coming out of the closet. Into a closet, they come anymore. out of it. Yeah, that's sorry, a good, man. I, I guess I'm just sorry, dude. I guess you just have to have a like a, just a regular old ba- Bucky's bathroom. Of course, he didn't. Yeah, have, Bucky's but it, bathroom. But the problem is, he'd get in there and be so comfortable, he'd stay for forty five right. minutes. That's yeah. the problem with you, you on the road. Tell somebody took a heater in there. You could just like go right well, in. Why doesn't boom. Superman take like a superheater? I mean, wouldn't that like just? I don't know. Does it ever concern you when he go into a bathroom and the seat's still warm? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And at Bucky's, it's like that because I have heard people watching videos. It's in and out. It's like a cattle call of the bathrooms. Oh, but they're man. clean. I know. I love or Bucky's. Love Bucky's. Clean. Yeah. And, and the yeah. thing you and I were talking about on the road, it's forcing all these other gas stations to actually spend money, which is great. Like the Texan down the in Texans South Texas. The Texans down in South Texas. Yeah. And, and yeah, then that, I can't remember the name, that super one we saw coming back from uh, – uh, from Waco on the highway, not the one they're the Bucky's they're building. Oh, There's another no, one. That one between Abbott and Hillsborough. Yes, that's, that's gonna probably going to be a dump. Anyway, all right, let's go ahead and get into it. I thirty five will really destroy a bathroom because all the great food. Yeah, yeah. That's all, right. all right, let's get into that. And let's just start with the game that we're going to be at Bushland at Canadian. Uh, first, let me give you Coach X. Oh, I, I already know what yeah. he's going to say. All right, here's Co- again. This is Coach X. This is not me. This is not Grant. You know, if you're Canadian, you probably need a bushland. It gets cold at night, and sometimes anything extra can help. The Brazilian Falcons are strong this year, but they have. But haven't they always been? I mean, I have never beat them, but Canadians <laughs> are supposed to be strong this year, don't you know? Oh yeah, sure. Those hosers are going to put up points like Terry drinks Molson's. I will take the Great White North over Butchland. Is Molson's good? I like Molson. I'm not Have a, a Canadian or... neighbor that mm-hmm. has a. Oh, that's right. Canada she's a cool Day. person. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. real cool. And we'll go to Canada Day over there, and she'll have Bolson. And then Canadian food, i.e. hot dogs and hamburgers. So <laughs> Canadian the food Molsons is Texas are really food. good, and I will plow through the Molsons because she, you know, invites her lame family. 
who I don't know any Canadians that don't drink brewskis. Well, maybe if you wouldn't plow through them, they would. Well, they got to be quicker, but they go. wouldn't even drink them anyway. Showing that Texas like, speed. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I like Molson. All right, let's talk about the game. What are your thoughts? Um, look, Bushland quarterback Dawson Jaco, we know he's one of the best in Class 3A. Yes. Uh, the receiver, Tanner Adams, we've talked about how he had a coming-out game last week. Six catches for 136 yards, ran for 24, and a touchdown. Um, I think it's going to come down to the Bushland defense. I thought, I, was about to get a, I thought you were about to go after all that and say, but they're playing Canadian this well, week. Well, actually, but they are playing yeah. Canadian this week. And we know Bushland offensively is going to be able to move the ball on most teams. Look, this Canadian defense, pretty darn good. But what's the Bushland defense going to be able to do against Canadians quarterback Cameron Cavalier? Last week, he went 11 of 13 for 282 yards passing. Luke Flowers last week, the receiver, five catches for 166 yards. And then they got Preston Miller at receiver, a running back in Caden Cooks. Yeah. Those are big offensive weapons. I, I just think the Falcons are going to be up against it against the Wildcats. Well, you know, I, I know this is going to sound crazy. Last year, of course, Bushland won this game 47 to 21. I know this is going to sound crazy because they were 12 and three and nine and four, but the last two years have felt very un-Canadian because they're three and right. four losses. I mean, this is a team that, you know, last year, three years before that lost one game a year. I, I just feel like Canadian, I don't know if they're out and out saying, hey, we're on a revenge tour, but I think they're on a revenge tour. And I, and I, I, think, I think Canadian offensively can line up and do whatever they want to do to just about any defense in Class 3A this year. Yeah. I honestly believe that. You take the best defense in Class 3A, Canadian can crack that nut, and they can do it on the ground or through the air. They're physical they're athletic. It's just uh, Canadians a different animal this year. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Now, in saying that, I do think Bushland can score against Canadian. I just, I just don't think that they're going to be able to, to keep up. Yeah, in a sustained, uh, just a pure I, shootout. I think this Canadian defense is going to be able to get stops. I agree. I just, at least enough to to, to get oh, a yeah. win, a turnover. Anyway. Yeah, I, I can't I, wait to get up there though Friday oh, yeah. and we'll, see this game. We're gonna have a blast at this. We love going to Canadian games. We love seeing Bushland and, and to be able to see them both this year. Last year that game got away from a Canadian, but I, this year I think it'll get away from Bushland. But I do think it'll be close for at least a half or so. Yeah. All right. Uh, staying out in that area, Jim Ned versus Holiday. We talked about both of these teams. You know, you said it best. I, I think a lot of people still are sleeping on Jim Ned this year. Uh, the 18-point underdog in this game. I, I think Holiday is the favorite at home, uh, but I don't think it's by any stretch 18 uh, points. I've actually got Jim Ned winning this game. I have no I, problem with that. Yeah, I think Jim Ned pulls out a close one. I think Braden Shipman running back, Gray Beasley, uh, the receiver, Jackson Crane, is a, a big-time player for uh, Jim Ned. Now, look, I know Grant Cox, the quarterback for Holiday, uh, really good runner. He had 152 yards uh, rushing last week. And then Kaysen Yao uh, running back. Was Cox out last week, though? Who? Did uh, for holiday? No, did, Trice Polite was out. Oh, okay, Polite was out. Yeah, okay. yeah Cox ran for an eighty-six yard touchdown run. Okay, all right. Um, 
Yeah, I just said he had yeah. 162. <laughs> Ooh, too many energy drinks yeah. already. But I, I think Jim Ned will win this football game in a little bit of a shocker. I do. I think they go up to Holiday, and if Jim Ned is what I think they are, I think they will beat Holiday in a close game. I still like Holiday in this game, but I think it's a low-scoring, one possession, a 21-18 type mm-hmm. of game. Uh, Both teams like to play that kind of game. Oh, yeah, they do. And, and, I, and I also think that Holiday's still trying to figure themselves out with the new offense and things. You saw the good. Well, and that's one of the reasons I think Jim yeah, had and I think that's a great point right? because, yeah, they had – Two big touchdowns. Look, if you got a, a dude uh, at running back like the Shipman kid, Jim Ned does, right, and you're playing against a team that's got to kind of figure themselves out offensively, you know that Shipman's going to be – Shipman and uh, Gray Beasley, a quarterback, is going to be an uh, – you know, I just don't know if they're going to be able to score a lot against Holiday's defense. Well, Holiday's defense is good, but I think they will be able to move the ball just enough. enough. Yeah, I agree. Against a Holiday offense, is still trying to figure it out. Uh, now, yeah. let's play this game in week 11 or 12. Might, might be, be a totally different, different story. All right, Coach X says, you know, I was supposed to go on Holiday with Brett Lee, but ah, alas, my ticket seemed to not show up. I mean, my bags were packed and I was ready to go. I was standing outside my door. I was leaving on a jet plane and didn't know when I would be back again. Oh, Brett, I'd love to go. Maybe next time I know you're a – maybe next time, comma, I know you're a busy guy. Has anybody ever been on holiday to holiday? No, that would not be my guess. Jim Netty is back, little John Wick, after a dog mur- – oh, Jim Jimmy Netty is back like John Wick after a dog murderer – I'm taking the Indians. So both of you are going with Jim Ned. I'm still going to say Holiday wins, but I think it's going to be a close one. Let's he said jet, uh, jet plane. Yeah, he, he did the whole leaving on a jet plane. Okay. I just, I don't know what other type of plane I would go on. Two prop plane? Well, that's probably a jet. No, a two prop propeller. Two prop oh, I plane. thought you said Tupac. No, go. Oh no, he, he never made it to that plane. Um, Whoa. One of those puddle jumpers when you like you go out to the Caribbean and it, it literally is like hitting the water. prop. Yes, prop. Prop, prop okay. plane, a prop, a propeller plane, a prop plane. Okay. That's what they call it in the biz. I don't know anybody else that would go on a two-prop plane Well, if you go vacation. like to the Bahamas, you have to. You got to hit those little putty, puddle jumpers. Not me. Me Maybe neither. The Bahamas. Yeah, we were planning a trip. I've gone via cruise. We were planning a trip this <laughs> summer, and we quickly switched it when we realized how many prop planes we're going to have to take to go I'm to. I'm going on a cruise in January, and uh, Bahamas cruises. is one, and I am not looking forward to it. I'm not a big cruise person. Uh, uh, I just... You know, I don't get seasick a lot, but I know I'm. I don't think you'll get seasick. For me, a cruise, I've done it. It was fun the first two days, Mm -hmm. and then everything's just repetitive after that. So if you find, like, if you find one thing you really, really love, or a couple things you really love, I could see a cruise being awesome. My parents love it. What if the person I'm with, I don't. Just do what everybody else does and toss them off. Just say, okay, oh, cool. Whoop, cool. My bad. She got a little drunk. She fell off. Yeah. Okay. She cool. got a little drunk. Cool. Anyway. Here's a life preserver. Oh, I was a little short. <laughs> Let's go all the Sir, way. Sir, didn't even make it off the deck. Let's go all the way. <laughs> Sir, we haven't even, the ship hasn't even left the shore yet. What are you doing? <laughs> a little too early there, buddy. All right, let's go all the way into East Texas. We got a battle of speed and athleticism. 2A versus 3A. That's Timpson versus Jefferson. Last year, mm-hmm. uh, Jefferson was in this game for, for a half, and then Terry Bussey did Terry Bussey things, and, and they ended up winning comfortably. Uh, I, I said this on the 2A show. I think Jefferson wins this game if Bussey doesn't play. And it's nothing against J.J. Garner. I just think Jefferson's a little bit more loaded this year than they were last year. Well, they are loaded. Cameron Williams, 337 yards rushing last week. Yeah. 
and I think Jefferson is markedly better than what Beckville was last week. But I still got Timpson in a close one. I have no problem with that. I would not be shocked at all to see Jefferson won the, win this game. Yeah. But, man, just seeing laying eyes on Timpson last week, how loaded they were in 9 of 11 positions on both sides of the ball. 9 of 11. Yeah. For a 2A team, they were hiding. They weren't even hiding those two dudes. They just weren't studs. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> Was That's tough. a good point. I've never seen that in a two A team. Jefferson, I don't know what they're hiding. I hadn't seen them this year. Yeah, but I know it's going to take a damn good team to beat uh, Timpson. I think Timpson wins a lot closer game than it was last year, though. But if Timpson defense cannot st- uh, stop Williams, then yeah, it's game on. Yeah, I, I still like Jefferson in this game, but again, if Bussy plays all, all, but I don't the, think he will. I, I don't think we're going to see him till district. Yeah, I don't see. There's a why would they? Right? Yeah, exactly. There's really not. You're not gaining. You already know what this team is. <laughs> you, you're not needing Bussy to continue. I mean, to develop. Yes, but you know what you have with this team, and yeah. also you're just getting JJ Garner more. But and I more will snaps. say this. You want to go up against Refurio, and I know you don't look quite this far ahead, but if you're a coach, you do. You want a lot of dudes that can go a full four quarters yep. against Refurio because that's what happened to Timpson last year. Refurio leaned on him, leaned on him, leaned on him, and finally it broke. And so, you're going to get leaned on this week with Jefferson. We saw that yeah, with yeah, their running yeah. back. Yeah. That's a great point right there. And I, and I know the schedule is already set, but you, with Beckville and Jefferson and the rest of their schedule, they're getting that that place set for that Refurio rematch. All right, let's go to uh, where you want to go now. Oh, How West? about Malakoff okay. at Grandview? Oh yeah, this is a. I mean, this is one of the most underrated. I call it a rivalry, but these two teams again, they're very respectful. They 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 end up playing. It seems like every year, two this times is a, a year. Newer rivalry that's Last been going five, on four or five seven years. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Malakoff, uh, their quarterback Mike Jones, he went ten of twelve for one hundred nineteen yards passing last week, forty five yards rushing. Uh, they got a really good running back. Two good running backs in Jerrion Hall and Bubba Hicks, and then Chauncey Hogg at receiver. Grandview's uh, rider Hayes is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, their defense is really solid, and their offensive line really, really good last week. Yeah, this th- is a tough one to call. Oh, I, not for me. No, I, I've got Malakoff by fourteen points. Oh wow! What we. Don't usually disagree a lot. Yeah. I think this is a close game, but I think Grandview pulls this one out by seven or under. I'm going to say this, but do we, we normally don't. What's the matter? The thing that I'm propping my mic up with keeps falling. First show. You know, I, I don't know, man. I just. And, it, and we've joked about this before. This game always seems to be 21 17. Mm-hmm. Last year it was 21 17, and then uh, Malik, or Malikoff lost, and then they beat Grandview in the playoffs 29 17. It always seems like whoever wins comes back and, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And then whoever. From a little bit of a deficit, right? And then whoever wins the regular season tends to lose in the playoffs. Right. I, so, just, I just think both of these teams return little on offense, but what they return is amazing. I think Malakoff I returns why, better on defense. I, I, I don't know why I feel like Grandview might be tougher up front on both sides of the ball. I wow. don't know. I don't know. 
We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Either way, it's going to be I, a great I game. I think it's Grandview close. You think it's Malakoff close, though? Yeah, 7 okay. to 14 points. That's fine. All That's right, cool. Let's, let's see what uh, Coach X has to say. This is a crazy good game. The cough still has that bastard of a sheriff pulling people over driving 25 over in a school zone while texting and eating a burrito. <laughs> I bet if I had been eating a burger, I would have been cool. But no, because I was eating an ethnic food that made it bad, huh, Barney? So that, so to that, I say, give me the zebras over the tigers. Man, Malakoff is like his Huntington. Name, I was just about to, I, right? you took that right off. I, I guess I, here's the thing. If you're new Why to the, the show, hate, if, you, if you're new to the show, we might have to do a, a catch-up episode with Coach X because you kind of need to know some of the old episodes because I've realized right. he's kind of – give him credit. He's got like a story in mind, and he, he's got a season, and he's setting it up how much he hates you and, and things like that. So it's going to be really you, fun. actually. All right, let's in go. One to, year he hated me, the rest of time he hates Yeah, and then you. you gave me – when you read it, and then I realized that's why you wanted – you were like, dude, you read it. You had yeah, a better voice. Yeah, no, two years ago I compared him to Dude Perfect and he oh, boy, finally that, forgot He almost about quit. It. I had to send him flowers and, and all the rom-com so he could watch with his teddy bear. It was really sad. All right, let's go to, before we finish up with the last one, uh, let's see here. Okay, yeah. We got sure. a few more. Well, that's what I'm, but he has one last one from him. Okay. I always like to end it with his last one. Hooks versus Cooper. We talked about that on the 2A show. I, I think this is going to be a great matchup. I, I'm worried if Hooks is quarterback is out again. Uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, I, I kind of like it. I sent it to I kind of like Cooper in this game. Um. I actually like hooks in this. I have one. no problem with that, and, and I think they are the favorite. I just, I'm really, I was high on Cooper last year, and they actually answered that. And, and I think they're better this year. Yeah. I, I think if there's a one, if there's a, 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 I'm not gonna say one B, but I definitely think they're the second best team right now in that region under Timpson, and they gave Timpson everything they could handle last year. All right, where else you want to go? No, I'm just trying to think. You, you said hooks and Timpson. No, Cooper. Oh, okay. Last okay. year, I was like, I'm, I said I'm, Cooper I'm, is the best, second best I team in that out. region. Yeah. Now I was thinking you were comparing Hooks and Timpson <laughs> in the same class. This is so week like, one. This fool's worse is, than I am. This is week one. So did Coach X say anything about that? No, one? he did not. All right. Um, how about Woodville at Newton? Woodville's quarterback Raylon Williams, Zion Williams at uh, running back. Uh, Tamarian Walker at receiver. Newton's got Malik Woods at quarterback. Leighton Foster at running back. Newton didn't get to play last week because of the wildfires. This is going to be a dandy right here. Oh, yeah. I, t I actually totally forgot about that. That's a really good point. And, 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 I, I, every coach, You're welcome. That's two I've made in this wow, year. Wow, in one year. Um, one thing I, I've learned from talking with coaches is that most of them feel that the biggest leap in a season is week one to week two. Mm -hmm. Because as we've talked about, players who have never, who have all the talent in the world, but they've just never played on a varsity field against varsity level, they're getting more comfortable. And, and I think that's a really good point. And, and I think Woodville, uh, they've got to be frustrated. You did everything you were supposed to do against Franklin. Yeah, they scored on you and they got yards, but you got them to turn the ball over. You had a lead against a run-only team. Woodville had to feel that everything was going right for them until it wasn't. So how will they respond to that? Do they still have their proverbial in the dirt, or do they come back against the Newton team that you and I feel is still maybe not at Newton levels, but better than they have been? Getting there. This is going to be a slobber knocker because you know Newton's just 
biting at the bit ready to hit. You know, Woodville oh, yeah. wants to get that taste out of their mouth. I, man, I'm taking Woodville. I am too, man. I was kind of hoping. This is at Newton, though. I, you know, with Woodville and that, I don't think that matters. Yeah, probably I, not. I mean, but it, I, I just think uh, mono e mono. I think Woodville uh, could be a close one, though. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I think this is definitely a close one. I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we're talking a 28-21, 28-27 type of game where a missed extra point or maybe a team trying to go for two because it's hot. They just want to either get mm-hmm. either win or move on. I, I think, yeah, this is going to be a great game. Let's see what Coach X has to say. The Beavers took it to the Lions last week, almost proving yet again nobody beats a Beaver, at least not high school boys. But that shows the level of focus that the boys in Franklin have. The Beavers. Maybe Woodville being a But they're the Eagles. I don't know, but they eat wood. I don't know. I think maybe. Let him go. Just let him go. I've been trying to say that for a while. Eyes on the prize, and that is why they're the champs. I think the Beavers chopped down some – Chop down on some un- some eagles and don't let them out. But sometimes that can be a fun night too. I think he thinks Woodville's the Beavers. I don't know what he thinks, or and maybe I, or, I don't want to know. Or what maybe he he, maybe that's it's maybe like knowing what Wild Bill from um, or Jeffrey Dahmer thought. You don't really want to know what they thought. You know, right? I used to think that about you. Like we did the, like I no, used to, we didn't. No, I, no, I used to always. I used to always. Hey, t- we got two more games after this. Time. I don't have them. West and Lorena, give me those. Lorena and a close one. Cameron at Yoakum, give me Yoakum. Who do you like in Cameron and Yoakum? Uh, give me Yoakum. A good win for Cameron Yo against Laga Vista last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Laga Vista led that game into the second half. Cameron Yo had a couple big plays. Uh, but I like Yoakum. You and I have talked about Yoakum all year, or mm-hmm. all in the offseason. I think Yoakum's going to be really, really good this year. Uh, and then uh, give me Lorena in the game, too. And the other one? Is that it? That was it. But yeah. I, I, maybe way to pay attention. Well, no, I'm 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 still no, sitting I'm just on this. Saying, I'm, I'm sitting on this coach X thing. Maybe uh, either he thought Woodville's the Beavers, or maybe that's his little trick. Maybe he coaches at Woodville, trick, and he's trying to change it up on people. Like people were maybe doing the like they had him. You know that the the thumbtacks with the string and the yarn, and it was pointing to Woodville, and he just threw that curveball. Now they're like, oh, he thought they were the Beavers. He can't be there. I don't know. Or maybe he just drank too many of those Molsons he was talking about. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Again, audio only. We apologize for the technical difficulties. We're going to work it all out before this season's over. Uh, But we still had a blast. And, again, we're going to be at Bushland versus Canadian. If you want to give us some Bushland or Canadian gear to go up on the table, uh, and we'll be there. Just find us on the sidelines. Say hi. We'll say hi back. Until then, he's Grant Goodwin. I'm Terry Bennett. This has been Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, the 3A edition, right here on L4 Media. Stick to your guns, son. Make me proud. Don't never back up. Don't never back down. Stand your ground and not.